Welcome to That's Orgasmic, a podcast discussing the orgasmic and not-so-orgasmic moments of all things sex, relationships, and mental health. I am your host, Emily Duncan, and I'm a sexologist who provides online sex coaching sessions to help you cultivate sexual wellness. Hello, it's Emily, and I'm here for a quick introduction. I don't normally do these anymore, but I had a few things I wanted to talk about. First thing, today's episode is with Isaiah McKimmy and we talk all about Tantra and Tantric sex and how we can deepen our relationship with ourselves and our bodies and our sexuality through Tantra. It's super interesting and if this is something you're wanting to explore more, definitely keep listening. So the first five minutes, the audio isn't the best. We use a different recording platform because of technical difficulties and with that means my audio for some reason is a little muffled for the first five minutes. Isaiah's is fine. It's just me. So just push through that first five minutes and the audio gets way better, I promise. The next thing is I was obviously posting two episodes a week, but I cut back to one during my wisdom teeth removal because I was all, you know, drugged up and in pain and just prioritizing different things. I am, however, about to go back and start Uh, working towards my master's of counselling and gonna be a lot a lot more busy because of deciding to study again so I'm probably gonna only keep doing one episode a week however if you really enjoyed those ask a sexologist episodes the shorter ones where I just break down a question that somebody has sent in please let me know and I will persevere I will find the motivation and the strength to post two episodes a week But for now, it is probably just going to be one episode a week. Next thing is that in about a month's time, I probably am going to take a season break for a month as well so that I can just recuperate, brainstorm and give you amazing content. I just feel like my heart hasn't been as in it. I've kind of just been putting an episode out just cause and I really want to give you guys the best content I can. So I will keep you updated with that, but I just felt like I hadn't got on here and kind of had a little chat with you guys in a little while. So anyway, there's my two minute intro and enjoy today's episode. Today I am joined with Isaiah McKimmy, who is a couples therapist, sex therapist, sexologist and coach who has been helping women and couples discover deeper intimacy and desire for over a decade. So welcome to That's All That's Me. Thank you for having me, Emily. Really glad to be here. I would first like to begin with just how you got into this work. So it is really one of the last things I ever imagined myself doing growing up. Um, Sex was not something I was comfortable talking about growing up. I think like a lot of people, it wasn't something that was spoken about in my household. I didn't get great sex education um, at school. And I would kind of talk about it with girlfriends a little bit, but, you know, it was always like hush, hush. Um, When I eventually started having sex, I realized that I liked it, but I kind of felt like I was missing out on whatever everyone else seemed to know that made sex really amazing. Like I felt like I was holding myself back a lot 
and kind of felt guilty for enjoying it, wondered if that was wrong. Um, so it was a really kind of inauspicious start to, to me working with um, sexuality and relationships. It was in my early 20s that I really by accident ended up in a Tantra workshop um, at a festival that I was at. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know what Tantra is, don't worry, neither did I um, at the time. Tantra is really, it's a kind of a spiritual teaching, like a form of yoga, that also happens to have really amazing benefits for our sex life and our relationships. And right from that very first workshop that I went to, I really kind of fell in love. I I loved everything that Tantra had to offer. I felt like for the first time in my life, I had permission to enjoy sex and I could connect with people in a really different way, like connect with my lovers in a really different way. And then as I learned more about Tantra, I also learned these really amazing tools to have like out of this world, amazing sex, like the kind of sex that I'd kind of only heard about and dreamed of. So I loved Tantra. I was hooked. I wanted to learn more. Uh, I ended up teaching just because I loved learning about it so much. And it was really through that that I realized that sexuality and relationships are such an important part of our lives. And they're a really key way that I could make a difference to other people's lives. So uh, I then realized that I wanted all the tools and information that I could get to make that possible, which is when I went on to study um, at a number of universities and an institute um, in the US to really get all of the information that I could. I became a therapist, a sex therapist, a couples therapist, um, a sexologist, and really I've kind of been doing this for the last 15 years. Yeah, that's amazing. I always love hearing how people get into like the sexuality field because I feel like it's never a boring answer. Like there's always a story. Um, so I love hearing about it. And I really want to talk about Tantra today because I haven't actually touched on it on the podcast and even myself, like I feel like I only know the very, very basic. So um, it's something I'm really intrigued about. And so I guess you explained what Tantra is just briefly then. I'd love, I guess, maybe um, so like the aim of Tantra and a, a bit more, maybe like a bit more depth to it. So I think Tantra is often really misunderstood um, in the West. Um, in a lot of ways, like yoga, we've kind of taken the parts out of it that we like and that really fit with our Western lifestyles and that get us the benefits we like. And we've continued to do that while in a lot of ways kind of losing the broader philosophy and teachings, which I actually think is absolutely fine because if you can do the practices and get benefits from it, then go ahead and do it. The spiritual teachings and philosophy aren't necessarily going to be everyone's uh, interest or cup of tea, uh, and that's also okay. But there really is a, a much broader uh, part of Tantra than, than we ever um, really kind of talk about in the West. So the kind of Tantra that um, that we that we learn really in the West now is more what we would call a Neo-Tantra or a modern Tantra, kind of like a modern yoga, um, really. Tantra in its essence is a spiritual philosophy and teaching. And there's a couple of different translations from, um, from Sanskrit of the word Tantra. 
So one of those is to expand and liberate. So we can say in Pantry, really aim to expand the heart and then liberate the mind from, you know, the kind of confines of, um, of ego. Uh, another translation is said to mean to weave. And Tantra often talks about a weaving of energies. Ultimately, like yoga and like any meditation, the aim of Tantra is really, I mean, to connect more deeply with our true selves, but then really to connect more with the whole universe and and all that there is. One of the incredible kind of side benefits of Tantra as we know it, when, particularly when it's practiced with a partner, uh, is that we get to connect more deeply uh, with someone else as well. So we can connect with ourselves, with the lover, and then ultimately the aim would be to feel connected with the entire universe. Yeah, that's like, it's so much more to it than what people I feel like think when they hear Tantra and especially like tantric sex, they just think like orgasms at last for forever or, you know, these different sex positions and things and um, I love what you mentioned about how I guess we kind of pick the parts that we like and take it, especially in Western culture. A lot of people just assume, like as you said with yoga, that the yoga we've experienced, that that's just, that's it and that's all there is to it. So, um, yeah, it's great to see it like broken down. Um, I guess I would love to go into how like you touched on it briefly then, like Tantra can benefit your sex life, how we can tap into it um, and even like I guess little practices we can do to start to explore that. Okay, so this is a really big, um, a really big question and I think one of the, one of the things that um, most people are looking for really when they want to learn Tantra is how do I have better sex with my partner or how do I have more connected, more sacred sex with my partner? And, and all of that is, is really valid. So when I'm kind of teaching about Tantra now, that is, they're kind of the main parts of, of what I'm, what I'm teaching. Um, we can practice Tantra. I think this is really important to say our whole lives and never have sex. Like Tantra has these incredible um, meditation, breath work, energy practices that again are, are like a form of yoga um, and meditation. They're really something that we do in a really inward way. Um, and for a long time, Tantra was my daily spiritual practice. Um, and that didn't involve anyone else. It um, it involved sexual energy for me, but not in the sense that we would normally think of being aroused. It just really embracing and using life force energy. So there are really different ways that we can use Tantra. And obviously, there are really different kind of set of tools that get used um, throughout, um, you know, all of those, depending on how um, how we'd like to to practice. So, um, let's see. It's it, given that it's it's often really hard to know kind of where where to start um, because it very much depends on how someone would like to use it uh, and and what their intention is. So. I don't know you I'm I'm curious to hear like what kind of tools if you give me like a scenario mm -hmm. what um let me know and then I can share the kind of tools that might be best best used for, for yeah that. absolutely what about I guess connecting 
on a solo basis just to your sexual energy? Mm, Great. Love it. Uh, So I just finished running actually a course for women on um, sexual empowerment with a lot of Tantra woven through this. So I think one of the really keys to Tantra is being present to yourself and also being present to your body. So much of the time, um, even when we're with ourselves, self-pleasuring, we are distracted in the mind or we're feeling anxious or we're just trying to get something over with to get to the end. Uh, But Tantra really kind of slows us down and helps us connect to that energy in a much fuller way. So there's a couple of ways that we can do that. Really, I think it starts with us being just present to our body and noticing what's going on. So being willing to feel our body and being willing to breathe, taking full deep breaths is a really powerful way to calm our nervous system, to bring ourselves back into ourselves. And then ultimately, if we use that later on, we can also feel Uh, expanded uh, energy and expanded sexual energy. Another really powerful practice to use on our own once we are kind of really feeling settled in ourselves is to do just contractions and then relaxations of the pelvic floor muscles. Um, So if anyone has ever done Kegels, you'll know these muscles. And just by contracting and relaxing, we start to increase blood and oxygen flow around the genitals. We start to bring our awareness and our attention there. And then that can start to build sexual energy uh, as well. Uh, So breath, being in touch with your body and doing those um, really Kegels exercises with intention is a really powerful way just to start to connect to your own sexual energy. Yeah, and I feel like so often we forget to just breathe and to connect with our breath. Like it's something obviously we do every second of every day, but it is so powerful to connect to it. And I always find it like interesting. I feel like so many people have, I guess, these misconceptions that something like, you know, Tantra is going to be um, really, uh, I don't know if like really hard to word, but like, you know, it's going to be complex. There's going to be these things that you've got to practice and it's literally as simple as just connecting to your body and your breath. Um, even like, you know, Kegel's pelvic floor exercises, that's something that I've started to do this year and I've noticed such a difference even like in solo pet play, just contracting it and just being so much more in tune with my body and then feeling so much more pleasure to come with that as well. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be complex. Like, I think that's a really good point that you've made. Yeah, is um, I did have some listeners writing with questions when I mentioned that we're going to be talking about this today. Um, and one of them was around like orgasming without being touched or through meditation. And I feel like that is um something that people hear and see as as this like mythical thing. Um, Are you able to like touch on, I guess, if this, you know, if it can happen and um, just like a bit about, I guess, what it is? 
So it is a good question. I remember the first time I heard about this, um, you know, I was like, oh, tantric lovers can have orgasms from across the room without actually touching each other. And firstly, I was like, yeah, right, that could never happen. And then I was like, but why would you want to when you could actually be touching each other? I think one of the things when you practice tantra really consistently you become more attuned to energy and energy movement and therefore the more subtle energies can also be really pleasurable. So that is something that we would kind of play with and explore in Tantra, the idea of energy movement throughout the body. And I know that that's not going to be something that interests everyone and it's not going to be something that everyone can feel either. I know it probably took me maybe about three months of really, really consistently practicing Tantra every day as a yoga and a meditation before I finally started to feel that subtle energy moving through the body that I'd heard everyone talk about. So if um, you're kind of more interested in Tantra on a casual basis and having like more amazing sex in the bedroom, you're probably not going to get to, to that point. And again, totally okay but if you want to to really practice that energy movement that is something um, that you can uh, get to as well so yes it is possible um, I have been there I've been in workshops where they teach that and where they're really working with um, with those more subtle energies as well yeah so realistically you have to be doing like a daily practice and then to be able to build on it and be able to reach that point yeah, for most people, um, we're not quite as attuned and, you know, and even, you know, in my life when I often get really busy and stressed, it I don't feel those subtle energies in the same way either. So I think it is something that you really need to be practicing pretty consistently to really get that as a benefit. I'm interested to know, I guess, not even relating to like sex, what a daily practice often looks like for people. It's Emily here with a quick interruption. When was the last time you took care of your wrinkly starburst, your peach, your butthole? If you are somebody who has a butt, loves to play with butts, or experiences any butt discomfort, then Happy Holes products are just for you. With their after anal cooling cream or sore butt soothing balm, there is something to make your butt feel good. It's time to stop feeling shame around our butts and go check out Happy Holes products and informative website at www.happyhole.com.au or via the link in the show notes. That's all for me, so enjoy the rest of today's episode. Mm, so, it, a really good point, and it often looks like a yoga or meditation practice. So, for me, there was always some kind of physical movement. The, ta- the certain style of Tantra that I learned always had physical movement because, again, we always want to be in the body. Then a component of meditation, a way to still the mind, which might have been um, breath work or some visualization that went to that went with that breath work. Then I would work on building that energy and, again, doing something like Kegels, maybe using some breath work um, or visualisation at the same time and then using, again, breath work and that kind of experience of subtle energies to move that energy around your body. So your whole body is kind of getting charged with that sexual energy, which is really just life force. 
energy. So that would be um, a really typical practice in the school of Tantra that, that I learned. And so again, self-pleasure, not a part of that. You could make it a part of that if you wanted to. Um, but ours was, um, uh, yeah, more of just a yoga and meditation practice. Yeah. So then if we were looking at, say, people who are partnered, mm-hmm. um, how, like, is it then, like, connecting breath with each other? Like, what practices will they often do when, like, coupled? Yeah, good question. So firstly, I would always say, like, um, like anything, there is a component of us taking care of ourselves that has to be part of it as well. So having your own daily practice, a way of connecting to your own body outside of the sexual encounter, connecting to your own sexual energy outside of the sexual encounter is a really important part of that as well. In terms of tantric practices where couples, uh, you know, are together, it would flow a really similar format. So being present with each other, having the bodies be part of this, whether that was doing um, stretching together or swapping a massage or doing some kind of touch, and then you're absolutely right, breathing together, slowing down. Um, A really lovely exercise that I like for couples uh, is called a tantric kiss. And it's where you just, you can sit, stand or lie really close to each other. And you bring in tantra what we would call like our third eye, but really just bringing your foreheads here, um, the eyebrow center to touch each other. You have your eyes closed usually because you're so close to each other. And then just allow allowing yourselves to breathe and typically what will happen is your breaths will become in sync with each other as you just hold each other and rest your foreheads against each other and that is a really lovely way of bringing your nervous systems into sync with each other aligning your energy and just feeling really really relaxed and connected together yeah that's amazing and I think like it's I'm even thinking like past relationships it's not often you stop and connect with each other in that way and so intimately um and I could be yeah so lovely for couples to do that and also like I can see from like you know through this conversation as well like you don't necessarily need to know everything about tantra to be able to practice it and still be able to reap I guess the benefits or practice these because I can imagine that in session with some clients you might be coming forward with that but not you know going through all the history and back you know just giving them an exercise that's based in tantra absolutely that's such a good point and I wouldn't even probably mention the term tantra to most of the clients um that I work with um but a lot of the practical exercises because I'm really big on giving uh, people that I'm working with practical exercises and exercises to do for homework a lot of the practical exercises I give couples to do are tools that I've learned through tantra and I never have to kind of share the history or the philosophy or you know the part about moving energy because they still get enormous benefit just by going through the the really kind of practical tools yeah are there any like um misconceptions or anything that you think is important to like address when it comes to tantra 
So many, so many. Uh, and I think we've touched on a lot of them. You know, the idea that Tantra is all about sex. Um, and of course, it's not. Um, you know, uh, ideas that Tantra is about group sex or lots of different positions. None of that is required in Tantra and um, is not uh, really a part of um, the, the true kind of teachings. Um, of of tantra necessarily so um you yeah i think what are the other things that i've been asked about tantra i feel like i feel like there's a lot i think you know it's often like an idea that it's kind of woo woo or hippie or spiritual mm -hmm. as well and again i think it can actually be um incredibly practical too yeah i think a lot of people would hear that the word tantra just think woo woo like they're like that's yeah that it's um yeah something that to not even I guess consider um where do people like I'm intrigued like where for people who want to practice this or who are intrigued about it obviously you stumbled across it um was mm -hmm. at a music festival where do can we like I guess access um I guess like workshops and like ways to practice it or good books or yeah what do you recommend Look, there are so many resources. It, tantra, and again, this kind of neo-tantra or modern tantra really is growing in popularity in the West. So there are a lot of um, books written about it. There's information um, online. Um, there are uh, courses online that you can take and workshops um, kind of throughout Australia as well. Um, I do have, um, I'm actually just about to release, um, it will be called Wholehearted Lovers, which is really a course on how to have more connected, spiritual, um, amazing sex with a partner that again has some really practical tools with a whole lot of Tantra um, woven through that. I have a similar course called Awaken that's for women only. Uh, so if anyone has resonated with this and wants to learn more, I certainly um, kind of share more on this as well. Otherwise, there are a lot of resources out there where um, where people can can find more information. Yeah, awesome. Is there anything else when it comes to like Tantra specifically that you think is important to touch on? Mm, such a good question. I mean, there's so much. Tantra still really kind of lights me up in a like just in a really like wholehearted kind of way. Um, it changes the way I engage with myself, with a lover, and and really with life in general. I feel like in Tantra, we really connect in to this sexual energy as a life force energy. We see pleasure as a birthright, something we all deserve and benefit from embracing. And there's an incredible confidence and vitality that comes from that. So I think there are so many benefits to this practice. And we often don't have enough of that in our in our lives, in our Western lives particularly, you know, we often feel guilty for experiencing pleasure. We feel shame around sex and and we hold ourselves back. And Tantra, I think, really teaches that we can embrace all of what life has to offer and we can feel really good about that and we can have so many benefits from doing that. 
Yeah, well, I see all the time people feel guilty if they have a day off from work or if, you know, even if they're unwell and they just spend the day in bed, constantly beating, you know, themselves up um, and not allowing ourselves to feel pleasure. Um, And I think it's definitely something we all need to tap into more, trying to find moments in every day where we can get get that pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. And Uh, you know that I think translates into the bedroom so much of the time as well where a lot of people kind of end up feeling like yeah sex is good but isn't there more or it couldn't we be more connected doing doing this and I think Tantra really um really offers that how to enjoy yourself more but also to feel really more open-hearted with each other in the bedroom as well have more pleasure and then that kind of connection and vitality then flows into the rest of your life as well. Yeah, and it's something we're not taught in school. We're not taught how to build connection. We're hardly even taught how to have sex, let alone how to actually have good intimacy and actually connect to your partner or partners. Yeah. Um, I did have one question here, but it is quite... Um, like it's a big one I imagine it's different for everybody so um we yeah I don't know if it's something you can answer but basically somebody asked like what is it actually like to experience tantra um that is a really big question and it probably depends again on what part of tantra um that that you're talking about um you know if I'm practicing tantra as a daily spiritual practice, it feels incredibly peaceful for me. I I used to describe it as like um, having a coffee, but also feeling really peaceful at the same time. uh, If I'm practicing with a lover, it can feel like out of this world, pleasure, bliss, freedom, oneness. Um, And, you know, and also, Tantra isn't just about like the good and the light to really practice Tantra and and to get the most benefits out of it. We also have to be willing to feel the whole spectrum, our pain, our hurt, our most difficult emotions as well. So there are certainly times when practicing Tantra um, really in its true essence doesn't feel amazing because we're experiencing the fullness of life and and life is all of it life is all of the extremes Mm, yeah absolutely and I think it's um I don't know if naive is the right word but naive to think that you know you just experience you know the good and that in practicing something like this especially daily practices the only good's going to come up it's like meditation I know when I've tried to practice it there are some days even after months of practicing it where just all these shitty emotions come up or you get frustrated because you can't focus and whatever, but it's in accepting that as well. Absolutely. And we have to be able to embrace both sides of it. If we can't open to that pain and the darkness, we're also going to limit our ability to open to the good and the light. So we need to be willing to open to and to feel all of it. Mm, yeah, Absolutely. Now, a question I ask all of my guests is, what is something that is orgasmic to you? Mm. Good question. I mean, so much. Um, 
I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would call this orgasmic, but I have to say like, what is bringing me absolutely like the most joy at the moment is my 12 week old puppy who is just like lighting up my life and, and her joy and curiosity and willingness to learn just kind of opens my heart um, on a daily, like hourly basis. So there's a fullness there that I'm really deeply appreciating at the moment. Yeah, and puppies, they're amazing for that. You can literally just go out, be having the worst day, and you just see them and their cute little face, and they're so, they're always so happy, always got so much joy in them. My mum's about, she's got a, like, dog that's about to have puppies and, like, little shih tzus, and I'm so excited. I'm literally, like, I'm getting my wisdom teeth out, and they're going to be due around the same time, and I'm like, perfect, I will come back to the parents' house and just play with puppies. (laughs) So healing, so nurturing. Yeah. Yeah. So where can the, my listeners find you and your content? Good question. So I am on um, Instagram as a sciamckimmy.sexologist. Uh, I also have a podcast, um, which I haven't had new episodes in a while, um, but I keep continuously being told the old episodes are really good. They're all still up uh, and it's called Wholehearted Love, Sex and Intimacy. Amazing. And can people book sessions with you online? Yes, they can. Um, so I um, I personally have a wait list at the moment, um, but of course people are welcome to to reach out um, and I'm obviously always moving through that wait list. You can find me online at asaya-mckimmy.com. You can also find um, my online courses um, and some free resources there as well. So for anyone who is interested in just finding out more about what I do and how I work, whether it's couples therapy or sex therapy or tantra, uh, it's all it's all there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. I know that everybody is going to be very intrigued, especially um, when they read the title and I guess to understand a bit more about what this practice is all about. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, It's always um, a real pleasure and an honour to get to share about this. So thank you for inviting me on. (gasps) 